podcast we are back <laughs> thanks all five of you for listening to the needle perspective uh we've been kind of slacking off on getting some episodes out but we we were hanging out grilling some barbecue fixing plumbing issues decided let's do a podcast yeah <laughs> <laughs> and unfortunately we didn't solve the mystery of where the water is coming from yeah i got some water coming out from under my house well I don't think it's coming from under the house. I think it's coming from somewhere else, but I don't know where it's coming from. We just seen it, and then it started raining, so we're kind of waiting on the rain to pass and decided, let's uh, do a podcast. That's what we're doing right now. So, here we are. We're here. What do you want to talk about, Heath? Wish you hadn't have thrown it to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could talk about... Uh... Talk about these gas prices, man. Oh, man. Yeah. I just spent $85 filling my truck up. Yeah, I well, and I spent just about the same. I so I drive a uh a 2000 Land Rover and I got to put at least mid-grade in there. I read somewhere I mean, it says right on the where you put in the gas take put premium only. Yeah. But I read somewhere that there's not a vehicle anywhere that actually needs premium. So maybe a Lambo. Maybe. But, but that's not even what this guy was saying. He said, "No vehicle, <laughs> no vehicle. <laughs> There's no vehicle that requires this." So I just been putting mid grade in there, and it was it was three dollars and eighty cents. Three dollars and eighty cents. I can't gallon. imagine it being too much longer before unleaded is just that price. Too. Unleaded is that price in some places. Yeah, it is. Yeah, in some places it's that price. Um, not here yet. It's about three fifty. Yeah, I travel around a bit and I see it at three ninety nine, three eighty. Uh, yeah, been uh been suffering at the pump, man. Thanks to Putin. It's all his fault. Yeah, damn that Putin. Yeah. That guy. Gas prices were going up long before Putin had started a war with Ukraine, but uh It's he, still his fault. What a convenient thing to have have happened. <laughs> you can blame <laughs> it on him. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, when when you're when you're messing up so bad, you know, and you just cannot bear to take all the heat, all the heat that comes with being a president, you know. Yeah, I can't imagine uh, exactly what Biden's think. You know, I can't imagine someone who is in the frame of thought that 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 this is the truth. I do know that the war with Ukraine and the sanctions on Russia probably are bringing the gas prices up a little more. But the gas prices already were climbing, and that I, I just hope people don't forget that. I hope they don't think they already were climbing because they shut off oil exploration. Yeah, exploitation. Well, they shouldn't be. They shouldn't be climbing uh, because we have reserves here, and we're not allowed to use them because of, um, you know, the environmental reasons. What, what are the environmental reasons? Well, you know, I mean, that... That stuff's in the ground for a reason. It should just stay there. And you have to disturb habitats and things. You, to, you, I mean, it is destructive. I've been around oil rigs. It is a pretty destructive process. It is, yeah. But we got to have fuel, you know. Well, so 
it seems Biden's kind of backed off of of saying it, but there for a minute he was saying like, well, yeah, it's by design that gas prices are going up because uh, you guys shouldn't be driving uh, gas gas guzzling cars. You should be moving to something else like electric vehicles. You know, there's like there were no companies provi- providing electric vehicles besides Tesla. Now everybody is now. Ev- now everybody is. And I'm going to tell you what, it won't be too many more years when getting a gas vehicle be, it's like getting a standard transmission now. But here's the thing about electric vehicles that most people don't, don't even realize. What it takes to, to create the batteries, lithium, lithium mining, just as destructive. If not more. If not more. I mean, oil rig leaves a little hole in the ground, a small hole. Strip mining leaves gigantic holes that can't be filled <laughs> yeah uh, i've seen some of those images of the big strip mines like coal strip mines and stuff like that and god man they take a mountainside and just just destroy the mountain i mean they just take the whole mountain with them when they strip mine it yeah well i now i this might be a hot take from me because i'm I'm under the assumption that yes, we are supposed to be stewards of the planet for sure, and and protect what we have. But but again, I I also I also think that we should be running cars off of water. That yeah. that we have we we have the means to create technology to to bust apart the molecular structure of water, burn hydrogen, and release oxygen which condensates back into water anyhow um but we are not doing that (laughs) and there's been lots of water ran vehicle that'd be amazing there have been several people who have who have invented this already they die they go missing their inventions get bought and shelved and it's not being used well because water Water's cheap. Yeah, it's 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 not the greatest um, business model, really. But you know, talk about transportation. Everybody's got to get around from place to place. But you know, if you've got so many businesses built upon the back of transportation, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a big money game. Big oil. Uh, we all know that. Um, I can't imagine. See, like I have to drive a service truck for my work, and I can't imagine that being an electric vehicle. I can't imagine because I have to drive up to seven hundred miles a day. I mean, I drive a lot to go from job to job, you know, place to place, and an electric vehicle where, you know, number one, the the capacity to haul the tools and stuff I have in that three quarter ton truck, no way. Well, you your truck's fairly new. That you have right now. My my, my new truck, yeah. How many miles have you already put on it? 8,000. You haven't been taking that one, though. No, I don't take that for work. I just use my work truck. That's good. Well, when I bought my truck, it had 5,000 miles on it when I bought it. Because it was a dealer demo truck. So I've only put 2,000 miles on it since I bought it. And I bought it in October. (laughs) That tells you how much I drive. (laughs) (laughs) Well. I uh, got to go see 
changing subjects here. I got to go see Tom Segura. Oh, you did? Live in person in Shreveport a couple of weeks ago. You didn't tell me about it? I'm telling you now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I didn't even mention oh, it on uh, Unsatisfactory. I didn't even bring it up on my other podcast. You snuck away to Shreveport. Yeah. I, I, well, it was like, this is what happened to me. <laughs> I had, uh, I forgot. I bought the tickets like a year ago when they first went on sale. Okay. And I didn't buy, I bought electronic tickets, you know? Uh-huh. And I'm sitting here on Saturday night. And I'm looking through my email, and it says, be sure when you show up to the venue, you don't bring purses or bags or anything like that inside. They won't allow them inside. So, and I'm like, venue? What are you talking about? And then I remembered, oh, crap. I bought tickets for this show that's happening tomorrow night on a Sunday night. Oh, my God. And I had paid like 80 bucks for the ticket. So I was like, you know... Sunday night late too, like eight thirty starting. Mm. And so I just got decided I'm just gonna go over there and see the show, you know. When it drove to see Tom Segura, he had an opener. That's, Pretty funny. That's interesting they didn't allow I guess they don't want anybody sneaking in taking video or footage of it. Stuff I mean, like that, yeah. Know. They well they allow phones. They were letting people with purses in and stuff, but they were going through their bags. What were they looking for? I'm I'm assuming guns and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Beer, alcohol, because there's a play. They sell alcohol at the Strand Theater, so I'm assuming they were trying to make sure you weren't buying alcohol. God, it was so crazy. It was packed. I'm I'm, I'm a really big fan of Tom Segura and uh, of his podcast and stuff like that, so it's cool being in a room with all these other people who are also real big fans. Of course, I'm sitting next to two. hang out with the mommies. Yeah, with the mommies. And uh, so I'm sitting <laughs> next to these two guys who are not, they're fans of Tom Segura. They're not fans of the podcast, I could tell. And they were like redneckish guys. And you're like, I could tell you like got these tickets from the casino or something like that. So finally I was like, hey, <laughs> to these two guys, I said, uh, you guys real big fans of Tom Segura? And it's like, I've seen him on Netflix. I've seen him on Netflix. And I'm thinking everyone in here is a top 10 P1 fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I get to I sit next to the two guys. I'm like, how'd you, how'd you know about the show? And they're like, oh man, I got him at the casino. And I said, like, sure enough, the casino gave you tickets. <laughs> yeah, you didn't, you didn't have us. So I wouldn't even sit next to people who were really big fans. So that kind of sucked. Oh, yeah. And we were sitting in the front. I was in well, the even front. if I went, I'm not a huge fan. I I like his. I I think he's funny sometimes, but not all the time. You couldn't win. They were sold out. The tickets were gone. Yeah. Oh well. You could have sat in the truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, who was the opener? Uh, Matt Fultron. Fultron. Matt Fultron. He's oh, a pretty man. good comedian. Is he one he of was, the Autobots? Yeah, sounds like it. Uh-huh. You'd think he'd make fun of that. But he didn't. So? He never mentioned it. It's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe that was a lot of his starter material. I want to go to one of his jokes because he had a good one. He said... Uh, like his his fiance was making him get a he was getting a prenup with his fiance, but he was having to borrow the money from his fiance to get a, hire an attorney to go over the prenup. <laughs> 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 that's, a, that's what kind of states we're in. I have to borrow money from her to hire an attorney to go over the prenup. <laughs> Pretty funny joke. He done it. He delivers it a lot better than that. But 
But I did get to go see Tom Segura live, which was really fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah, well, I'm glad you got to go see him. The next day at work sucked, but, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, because you were probably there. You got to be there early. Yeah, I didn't get home to midnight. Man. Then I got like a couple Once hours of three, sleep. Yeah, three, two like hours. Like four of hours of sleep. Then I had to get up and go to work. Which stunk. Yeah. Uh, well, so in a couple of weeks, or not, not in a couple of weeks, in a couple of days, my mom's getting her hip replacement surgery. Yeah, you told me about that. I did tell you about it. So if anybody doesn't know what it takes, what how they do hip replacement surgeries now is they 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 slice you open down the side of your hip, open up your, your thigh there, and they cut the top of your femur off. And they replace that with a, a mechanism, and they they break out some piece of your hip, and they they add in a, a, a coupler to go with it, and then uh, they put, slam it into place, and then sew you up. And what kind of recovery time are they talking about? You you'll be surprised, like a couple of weeks. Really, really. Wow. Yeah, that's fast. So. And now that's that's uh, uh, it varies person to person, of course. But um, but I, my mom, she she has trouble walking. Like she she'll hobble. She she wobbles around. And oh, really? She has trouble getting in and out of the car, and um, mm -mm. so she's been having. This is going to be a life changing. That's what we're that's what we're hoping for. So doctors have been telling her for years, like, do you need to go ahead and get this done? I mean, it's up to you, but it just depends on how long you're willing to live with with the pain. Yeah. And uh, I mean, so she doesn't have, you know, your 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 joints and all have these different cushions and cartilage and 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 things to, you know, to help you maneuver around. But she doesn't have any cartilage left, no cushion. So she's just had bone on bone for the last I don't know how many years. It's 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 been a long time. She, she hasn't complained about it too much, but uh my grandmother, her mother, I know she walked around with a waddle and so we're hoping that maybe this will this will help her out. So yeah. Tuesday she's Scared to death. <laughs> Doesn't like the idea of surgery. Yeah, it's scary to think about. Especially that surgery. Especially knowing what it all entails. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to know. We've we've been joking <laughs> that she's going to be the new bionic woman, and like, well, hey, you think they can just add in seat warmers <laughs> with your with your new hip? Uh, mm. So, ugh, new hip. I I've only had one surgery and that was an appendix surgery when I was a little kid and I didn't barely know what was going on. Never had a surgery. Yeah, it's, it's the no, anesthesia is kind of fun. No one's ever cut me open and tootled around inside me. Yeah, I had an appendix surgery when I was a little kid. Yeah. Appendices appendicitis I heard is really painful. Super painful. Is that what happened to you? Your, yeah, man. Your appendix ruptured? No, it didn't rupture. I got that. Here's what happened. My brother it's such a funny story. I guess it's a fitting place to tell it. My brother had 
these stomach issues and he kept he out of school and then he'd be fine and then he'd have a stomach problem then he'd be fine then his stomach would hurt and he'd be fine and so my parents thought he was faking for three days (laughs) because my brother was a big time faker (laughs) (laughs) finally he just got to where he was throwing up he was really sick so my mom took him to the hospital and his appendix had ruptured and they got him back and they got him in surgery and he was gone for two days and then my stomach started hurting. Oh my God. And they didn't I started, believe you. and I was, no, I was going through stomach pain and then I'd be okay. And stomach pain and I'd be okay. And my mom said, and I told him, cause I was home alone. And I told my mom, I was really sick. And I told her, I, I was feeling, I, I didn't know what was going on. I thought I just got sick, you know. I had to get taken out of school cause I threw up in school. And yeah. the next thing I know, they they take me to the doctor, the same doctor, and he tests me. And he goes, oh, yeah, your appendix is swollen. It's about to rupture, too. So I actually got out lucky. I got mine out before it ruptured. Because once it ruptures, it's yeah super painful and very dangerous. Uh-huh. Uh, but we were two days apart. We had surgery. Two, we were in the same hospital room. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, it was really strange. It was. I think they did something in the paper about it when I was a little kid. Uh, they were talking about it. I don't remember if they ever did. I don't think they ever did, but they were talking about it should be in the paper because it was so such a weird, strange coincidence. And like, just it seems well, like the thing is, me and my brother are two years apart, two months apart, and we were two days apart on that. We were born two years apart, right. two months apart. It's such a weird, the number two. It seems like too much of a coincidence, though. It doesn't it? It does, yeah. It seems like something happened. Something happened. Like y'all are exposed to something. Yeah. That. Yeah, it's weird. But I don't know. I can't really remember much from that time. Uh, I was I was about... Probably why they didn't put it in the paper. I was under. I was <laughs> under like, ten. Oh. Yeah, somebody knew. They were like, "Oh, no. <laughs> it's, ha- it's happened." <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. I was, I was a young guy. I was under ten because my sister wasn't born yet. So I was under ten. I think. I think. I think. I can't remember. Uh, Wasn't the appendix considered a vestigial organ for a while? I think so. I don't think I don't think it is anymore. I think they they found that it has I, some it does something. I tell you what, when that motherfucker swells up, it hurts like a bitch. Yeah, yeah. I know that. Yeah, I I knew a guy at school that his uh his his ruptured in the middle of a a a sporting event. I can't remember. I think he was playing basketball, but yeah, he. He just, bam, was was in agony. Yeah, and he had probably been fighting through the pain before that. Probably it hurts. Yeah, probably. Mm. Man, well, we had I had some notes from last time that we had our podcast, and one thing that I wrote down here is weed tax and we were going to talk about that weed tax weed tax you want to bring that up next episode maybe so yeah (laughs) we're already at 20 minutes here (laughs) (laughs) all right guys well thanks for listening next time we're gonna bring up weed tax next time have a nice day thanks for hey also 
uh, go to Gmail and put in some, what's it? The Neela Perspective. The Neela Perspective at gmail.com. Gmail. Yeah. And send us a, a comment or a story or anything yeah. uh, because we want to be able to put it on the show. Tell us you hate us. Tell, <laughs> tell us, you know, anything. Yeah. Something. Help us out. All right. Anyways, thanks a lot. Goodbye. <laughs>